We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you a breakdown of AEW Dark episode 78 this time around. I think we should get started with our gimmick, you know, the, what we love. Let's break it down. Break it down! Welcome to the AEW Dark breakdown of episode 78. Excalibur, Taz, and Anthony Agogo are on commentary. First match of the night starts with Peter Avalon and Cesar Bernoni versus Natural Nightmares. Pretty Peter's new heart sled entrance was not enough to put him over as the natural lands a simple bulldog to take it. Second match, we got JD Drake and versus Chuck Taylor. The big guy comes out again to Dark's default titantron and music looking like a create a wrestler and is treated as such as the Kentucky gentleman lands an awful waffle for the win. Match number three, Azriel versus Penta El Cero Miedo. The pride of Buenos Aires goes down to his Latino brethren as Zero Fear pulls out an oldie but goodie, the Armstead. Fourth match is John Skyler versus Lance Archer. The murder hawk monster has Skyler crashing down to the mat with a blackout to go over. Fifth match sees tag action with Angel Fashion and Fuego Del Sol versus Team Taz. A spear by Starks and a drill claw by Cage is more than enough for the Wolverine to win it. For the sixth match, we got Jake St. Patrick versus Jack Evans. Is that Ricochet? Is that Will Ospreay? No, it's the original highest of high flyers, Jack Evans of the Hybrid 2, and he's tired of being slept on, so he pulls off a 6.30 senton to take our breath away as well as the victory. Seventh match is D3 and Mbaru versus Gun Club. The true tag team of the two make Papa Gun proud as the club's 310 to Yuma takes it. Eighth match has Tesha Price versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder strikes again as Rosa lands a Fire Thunder driver for yet another dark victory. For match number nine, number nine. we have Cameron Stewart and Ryzen versus Bear Country. As always, Bear Boulder does a forward-facing electric chair drop to Bear Bronson onto their opponents to win it and proclaim this dark land as Bear Country. 10th match has Barry Morales and LeBron Cassone versus Dark Order. First, Dark Order had Evil Uno and Stu Grayson as a premier tag team in the division. Then came the first recruits to join as Alex Three Reynolds and John Four Silver rise in popularity by the minute. Now, 5 and 10 show off that Dark Order is a tag team factory, and they do so by making quick work of this match as Allen Five Angels lands a wing snapper to LeBron, and 10 follows up with a reverse Rainmaker. 11th match is. Layla Gray versus Ty Conti. Shoutouts to La Sombra as the Brazilian baddie pulls out a hammerlock DDT to take it. And now for the 12th match and main event of the evening, we got Chaos Project versus Matt and Mike Seidel. A homage to the Rock and Roll Express starts the bout with the Seidel brothers landing stereo drop kicks to their opponents. Mike breaks away with a standing moonsault onto Serpentico. Did I mention Mike likes yoga? Because he pulls out a Minchinoku driver with a split. Now the tides turn as Luther pulls out Chaos Project's main tactic, which is Luther continuously punishing his partner Serpentico to land some offense against their opponents. Luther throws Serpentico as a cannonball onto Mike. He lands a bulldog on Serpentico onto Mike. 
he clotheslines Serpentico as Serpentico has Mike in a DDT lock to DDT Mike and does a scoop slam to Serpentico onto Mike, but he gets the knees up. Matt gets the hot tag, kicks to all. Matt lands an inside hook to Serpentico. From there, he gets a slice jawbreaker combo onto both members of Chaos Project. Matt does a standing mariposa to Serp. Man, he's cool. He continues the offense with a leg hook into a straight jacket onto Serpentico. The splits are back as Mike lands a super kick into a split on Luther. Matt takes this match home as he gets off a rising knee and a roundhouse onto Serpentico. The Seidel brothers go to potentially their new tag team finisher, the Double Lightning Spiral, and it's enough for the one, two, three. Yeah, that was another quick breakdown. Pretty nice little prelude to AEW Revolution tomorrow my, night. Those Seidel brothers. Am I right? Yeah, man. They're like, they're, you know, Mike, Mike keeps impressing me more and more. I'm beginning, um, so has he wrestled somewhere else before? Because I'm beginning to think that he's been doing this uh, for not as long as his brother, but for a little while at least. To be honest, I have no idea how much experience Mike has, Mike Seidel, but I I know I've heard of him in the biz, and I just don't know where he wrestled. I honestly don't. I don't know if he used to do like the higher end um, promotions in the U.S., like Ring of Honor or Impact, or if he, uh, you know, had some uh, travels to New Japan or anywhere in Mexico, like CMLL or AAA. Uh, but yeah, I have to be. I'm right there with you, man. I just think um, Mike is more and more. Uh, Showing that uh, he is, if he's not all elite by now, he should be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, and how about <clears throat> what about the other match? You know, the Angel Fashion and Fuego the Soul versus Vicky Starks and Brian Cage. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think we're just uh, you know to pull the curtain back a little bit. I think we're gonna uh, maybe try to make uh, these uh, next. Uh, dark episodes a little bit shorter, so we're really just gonna concentrate on the three matches. Yeah, right. Kind of like kinda, the main ones, yeah, the highlights, highlights or, or ones that we in particular want to cover, right? Yeah, yeah, the ones that are important. So uh, yeah, as Miguel said, uh, definitely looking into the fifth match of the day with uh, Angel Fashion and Fuego Del Sol versus Ricky Starks and Brian Cage, being accompanied by Hook of Team Taz, right? And we uh, get uh, you know that classic Ricky. St- Stark's taunt, right? Yeah. And just oh. and also uh, playing some air guitar, right? Kind of channeling a little bit of uh, uh, Tanahashi, right? The, <laughs> the ace of New Japan, a, a little bit. Or maybe, maybe I'm maybe, maybe I'm uh, reaching a little bit with that one. Anyways, uh, we get. Uh, I think it's really cool that uh, we get to see some more tag team stuff from Starks and Cage, right? With uh, like this, uh, the delayed suplex hold, and they like transfer. Uh, the uh, the, uh, the oh, person that, that, that they're suplexing, epic. right? That so that's really cool. I, I love seeing stuff like that. It's not like that supposedly it's going to hurt you more, right? Like, you know, k- kayfabe-wise. But, uh, you know, just like showing off, right? Because yeah. you know Team Taz is going to go over. Cage is not going to lose a match on Dark, right? <laughs> no. Even Ricky Starks. I, I was telling the guy, like, you know, uh, Starks is really just like, 
like unbeatable basically in uh in, in dark right yeah so. unless against someone like moxie but let's be real they wouldn't face each other in dark yeah although uh angel fashion uh you know we've seen uh, a few times now but uh out of them two definitely the standout is uh, fuego the soul right and uh we get uh, a leg capture uh, power bomb by uh, brian cage uh, a spear by uh, Ricky Starks to, onto yeah. uh, Fuego. Yep. And of course, we get Brian Cage's patented drill claw to Angel Fashion to you know to take to take the win. Uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on on the bout? Uh, yeah, a few. Just that I knew it was gonna. I I knew this was definitely gonna end in, the fa- in favor of Team Taz. Especially going into Revolution, uh, even if Revolution wasn't happening, they were gonna win this match hands down. I love the fact that Vicky uh, was able to transition the suplex on uh, onto Brian Cage with Fuego on, on top of his shoulders. Uh, I mean that he demonstrated some pretty good strength right there because he kind of he held it there for a while. Uh, Vicky Sarks held him up in the air for a while. Yeah, before. Um, Turning him over to Brian Cage, and Cage just is just uh, showing off his his power by not only holding him but kind of like doing like uh, some walking, right? Like basically turning into like a twisting suplex himself. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that match uh, entertaining. Even though we knew who was gonna win, uh, it's always nice to see the team Taz on dark, especially uh, Ricky Starks, because he's just you know he's got that charisma to him, and we all know. What's gonna happen when Brian Cage is around on Dark? So yeah, there you have it. And what about the other the other match? Yeah, so uh, eighth match of the night we have Tasha Price against Thunder Rosa, right? Uh, to get into a little bit of the action, we got an electric chair drop by Thunder Rosa. Yep. You know, this is mostly all gonna be a uh, Rosa, right? Uh, offense yeah. wise, we get a, a cartwheel roundhouse by uh, Tasha, right? Yeah, she gave she gave her even a few a couple of dro- uh, electric chair, chair drops to Tasha. Yeah, yeah, uh, Thunder did. Yes, Thunder yes. did. To, and then uh, we get price. a German, we get a German release uh, suplex by uh, Thunder, and uh, we get this cool oh, man. I, there's a name for it, I believe, but for now I'm gonna call it the Miz clothesline. Miz yeah. quarter clothesline. Uh, another uh, attack by Rosa. Uh, we get a right hook, a big right hook by uh, Tesha Price. And to end it is the fire Thunder, Thunder driver. driver by Thunder Rosa. Um, yeah, Tesha Price, man. We see her uh, all the time, right? I- I'm telling you, uh, she, her, we see uh, Vert Vixen, Kylie King, uh, Alex Gracia, uh, Red Velvet. We see a lot of these uh, females uh, in uh, this, uh, the, these matches for Dark, so it's, it's always cool to see, you know, rather... They're, you know, I wouldn't call this a straight up job, but, uh, you know, when they're jobbing out or putting over like these bigger named, uh, you know, ladies when like, like uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, uh, apparently she's been in the business for at least a while, a minute, I would say. Um, I don't, I gotta be, I don't know much about Thunder Rosa's history. All I know is that she's a good wrestler. She looks, she wrestles like she's experienced at least a good amount. Former NWA women's champion. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's good to know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she actually used she used to be. I remember. I forgot about that. Uh, but, yeah, no, she's just uh, going in hot for her match at AEW Revolution tomorrow night against uh, the Britt Baker and Reba. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of love to uh, the ladies, right, for showing a, a good match. And yeah, I think uh, the last match we want to go into is... I was about to say the wrong names. <laughs> um, Very Morales yep. and LeBron Cazone, uh, right? Yep. Versus the Dark Order. Dark Orders, Twin five dark order. and ten, right? Yeah. So dark order. to get into some of these, uh, some of the action, we get a, a pump kick by ten to uh, LeBron. We got a fall away drop kick combo by uh, Dark Order to uh, Very. We get delayed vertical suplex by 10 to Vary, and Enziguri by 5 to LeBron. A diving cross body to uh, Vary. A wing snapper into a reverse rainmaker uh, by 10 is what uh, finishes off the yeah, that was pretty sick. match. And yeah, like we're kind of saying, like, well, what what are some? So sometimes we're like, what what are these things called? And we just have to kind of come off the top of our head. Yeah, if, we do our best to craft these names for them. If you know the great Excalibur or Taz, you know, don't um, come, you know, have uh, something for us, right? We kind of take our, our knowledge of, you know, a lot of uh, what these longtime wrestlers, basically how how they know so much about uh, wrestling, right? Through like video games and. And from what we've seen in the past, right? Yeah, in exactly. other promotions. So uh, yeah, I I think I wanted to uh, put a kind of like a spotlight on this match because this is just another uh, team up of Allen Angel, uh, Allen Five Angels, right? Yep. And uh, Dark Orders Ten, right? These, exactly. These guys. This is um, you know. I, oh, damn it. I'm not gonna even say the number, but I, this is one of the few times that I, I've seen them team. It's becoming a thing. They're becoming an actual tag team, and Dark Order is just uh, filled with them, right? If, if yeah. five and ten are, you know, uh, are definitively a tag team, that it's just filled. Dark Order is just filled with awesome tag teams because I really like what five and ten are doing. Um, John Silver and Alex Reynolds have shown um, some great uh, growth as a team as well. And the longtime vets and the, you know, the probably the true leaders, the, the guys who kicked everything off, yeah. the former Super Smash Brothers, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, right? Dark Orders 1 and 2. Uh, that's three teams right there. Three tag teams that the Dark Order has at their disposal. And it's just uh, really cool to see uh, all of them uh, gain some success, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, what How? What, what would you say about, like, the new talents, the guys that, like, for example, um, who's some, like, Matt, like Mike Seidel? I would say that Mike is really showing off what he can do, showing off a little bit of uh, charisma, right? In that, like, he's in body language. Because uh, I kind of like to think of um, Kyle O'Reilly in NXT, right? When he made his NXT debut, um, he wasn't getting the mic, right? The, the mouthpiece for that group was Adam Cole. 
So and the be- I'm talking about in the beginning, right? And so he wasn't talking, right? But you can tell that guy was charismatic. You can tell that that guy had his own thing going on with just his body language and what he would do in the ring, his mannerisms, what he would do walking out, right? Like a special strut, you know, stuff like that. Mike has that, right? Like at first you kind of see like, oh, he's his bro- he's Matt Seidel light. Right, you can kind of yeah. see it like that. Yeah. Um, but now he's coming out with the yoga mat, right? So he's he's further distinguished himself from Matt, right? And he uh, is uh, kind of doing a lot of moves and transitioning the move into a split, right? Kind of showing off this yoga master or enthusiast persona that even though he doesn't have a mic to tell you. I'm a yoga guy, yeah. right? He, <laughs> yeah. he, he, in his actions in the ring and uh, through his moveset, he can, he can tell you what he's about. You know, at least yeah. somewhat what he's about. <laughs> so uh, I'm definitely really want to see uh, more of Mike. You know, I feel like I, I could say that about so many of AEW, and I do, and we have, right, on, yep. on the pod and, you know, the short amount of uh, episodes we've done. But, yeah, that, that, that's what I have to say. I, I say... Um, the same thing to Mike. I would say to all these other newer guys, do stuff that make you stand out. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you don't have a mic. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah don't just do a suplex. Suplex and flex on the guy. Right? Like, show the guy your bicep a la Shaq. Right? Like, just <laughs> just do something. Right? Something that someone else wouldn't do. And I think that you, at least for me, you would catch my attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say for most fans, most true fans, it would be the same or similar. Do you have a top spot of the night by any chance actually yeah i do uh, i mentioned it earlier was when um the the transitioning of suplex from uh ricky sarks to brian cage yeah there you go on, just, on Fuego. just showing off yeah. right that that adds a lot of uh a character in my opinion so uh yeah that's a good one uh if i had to go with uh top spot of the night for me i would have to say you know what okay I'm going to give it to Penta mm-hmm. in that he gives, uh, you know, the I think the new arrival, right? Azriel from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Really cool that we get in Argentine, right? Yeah. Um, he does uh, this arm snap, right, to finish off the, the bout. Yeah. And that just reminds me of Lucha Underground days where that move, they really sold it in that if he connected with that, like the next week or two your your arm is gonna be effed up <laughs> so I, I i i think like i'm gonna give a shout out to penta for um you know kind of bringing me back to uh those cool days and um seeing if maybe he can maybe if he gets like uh some more solo time like he did in the face of the revolution ladder match and now if let's say if Pac and phoenix yeah. do end up winning the tag titles yeah. then penta yeah. maybe would be more so likely to um be doing some single stuff and uh, maybe he can uh, do some, uh, break some more arms for his, you know, maestro, right? Yeah, I will. We'll we'll see if he does that. Um, any any particular line of the night that you have? Yeah, it wasn't like see. I thought this was funny. I mean, I I was satisfied with it, but it's probably one uh, Taz when he says, "I'm not an impressionist. I'm an analyst." He <laughs> says that to Excalibur because he's trying to. 
I, th- I don't know. He was trying to sing along or mimic uh, the Seidel's music or something. He was he was mimicking something, and of course he was, but he wasn't doing a good job of it. And then Excalibur gives him shit for it. Then he's like, "Oh well, I'm not I'm not an impressionist. I'm an analyst." <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give mine to really one of the only promos we get. Right, Dark is not the place for promos, or it's really just you're not gonna get a lot of promos. Right, it's not right. Dynamite. Dynamite is half promo, half matches. Right. Yeah. Um. So uh, I'm gonna give it to um one of the only promos we get of the night, which is uh, Big Swole. She's uh says that you know she's going to collect right the the champion whoever becomes a champion after revolution is going to be in debt to her because she's been running the uh, women's uh division until unfortunately she had to take some time off right and uh, yeah so uh really cool we i want to see where that ends where that leads to and it it was a it was a little strong-handed so possibly even maybe heel-ish but she did come out of the face tunnel and exited out of the face tunnel so we'll see we'll see what uh big swole is up to uh do you have a ton of the night i i i I don't remember i did was was i'll start i'll start yeah okay um shout outs to the hybrid two right uh miguel and i always have to uh put Jack Evans over. So I'm going to right now with the taunt of the night. Just his classic intro doing uh, some uh, b-boy windmills. You know? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. And you can't go wrong with that, man. I'm a huge, uh, you know, uh, breaking, breakdancing fan. So uh, to, to see uh, some uh, cool stuff like that, it, it always uh, uh, gets the, someone over. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, my taunt of the night. I see here in my notes um, when Mike... Yeah, this was very fast. I don't know. It was kind of easy, to, uh, sort of easy to miss. But um, at one point he 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 does like a, he does a move on on Serpentico, and after he does it, he like he like ba- he does he takes like a little bow and like does the yoga pose, and immediately as he's doing it, <laughs> Luther comes in, just kicks him in the back, and he falls. <laughs> that was my taunt tonight. <laughs> All right, and a quick. Uh, a quick, uh, you know, honorable mention to uh, Jack Evans. I believe uh, he lands at six thirty. Yes, right? he does. Very cool. Jeez, uh, man, six thirties are just always so impressive. I he does it flawlessly. Basically, count on on you know one hand how many people I've seen do it. Right. Yeah, so it's very cool. Uh, but yeah, that does it for us. Um, you know, I thought we were gonna we were on on pace to uh, do an even shorter episode. Yeah. But uh, this 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 will be good. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we'll see you in the next one, uh, episode seventy nine, coming out right after. Have a good night. Lucha.